Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Big Tings, where we talk big tings. I'm Sadie. I'm Howard. And I'm Katie Atu. And as you can see by the title, we also have another beautiful person joined with us today. She is an amazing R&B singer. And y'all, when I say amazing, I mean, this girl can, she can sing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The vocals, vocals are, are there. <laughs> like everything. It's 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 also real R and B. So the people are saying R and B is dead. You're you're not it's listening not to dead. the right things. You're mm-hmm. not listening there to you the go. right people. Period. You're not alive and well. Period. As she said. <laughs> and if you don't already know her, well, today you'll find out. Um, but yes, today we are joined with Lockree. please lockery please introduce yourself let the people know who you are i will i mean that was a very illustrious intro to follow up on but yeah thank you guys for having me i'm lockery i am a singer songwriter and performer and producer from toronto and yeah, my work, my album just dropped a month ago. So I'm kind of in this mode of just recalibration and really thinking about everything that that symbolized for me. A lot of concepts around identity and heritage and ancestry. So um, yeah, that's kind of the story that I'm telling at the moment. I listened to the album. Same here. Beautiful. Like my favorite song is, um, it's uh, Sun Don't Set. Mm. sun don't set beautiful wow um yeah you can definitely tell that like every song is meaningful um every song has a message so we definitely appreciate that um but like you mentioned you actually have a really interesting background story of like where you came from and like how your lineage actually like motivates your drive and and passion to like continue through um in your music career and in I guess like this very competitive field of just like the music industry in general and I know that that's like something that has influenced your sound especially on your latest album Elizabeth so like tell us a little bit more about that like where you're from and just about that story Mm -hmm. yeah um I think the music industry is like a weird place where you have choices to make creatively where either you dive fully into your authenticity and tell your story or I mean I think that is the only option personally but in a lot of cases I think there's kind of pressure to conform to what is like popping at the time or embrace this like alter ego and you know kind of tell somebody else's story and I think for many years I was kind of trying to I feel like keep up with like the messages that were out there and and a little bit I just wasn't as aware of the power of my own story um kind of ruled myself out when I thought like oh you know the the hardship that people have experienced that they talk about or like the the richness of of where they come from and I don't know why I just kind of like ruled myself out of that equation but once I actually took the time to dive into my lineage um which is Trinidadian on one side, Irish on the other. But really the inspiration for me has been my mom's, the Trini side, um, where my grandmother was a well-known Indian dancer in Trinidad, actually the first woman in the art form there. Um, And she was like really 
a big part of preserving Indian culture in Trinidad at a time when through indentureship, like people were brought over from India. My great grandmother was brought over on a ship and the kind of erasure of that Indian culture was in progress. And so my grandmother was really a, a trailblazer for that culture and maintaining it there. Um, she was never really recognized as such, but she passed that on to my mom and, and trained my mom in Indian dancing, who then traveled the world as a dancer. And now, like, here I am making music and in, in, in this entertainment business. And um, I think for the first time ever, because I had so much time over, I feel like the pandemic to figure out what the story I wanted to tell on this album was. Um I'm really like using that story to fuel my drive and it's really just become my like my why you know why I do what I do that's amazing and I think it makes like because I feel like music nowadays is so like oversaturated and it feels like we're hearing the same things and we're hearing the same stories and everyone wants to be like so relatable and mm. talk about the same things or just trying to be on the billboard or radio but I feel like um especially with like your album that I listened to you can hear elements of your heritage and your lineage and you can hear you know like different sounds that you haven't heard anywhere else and like um people um when people think of like traditional R&B they think of you know maybe like Usher or they think of like but I feel like R&B can be anything um but just like bringing your own sound into it mm -hmm. it just it makes it even more special it's still R&B but like it's your it's yours you know um so yeah I definitely hear that through your music and that's honestly I feel like that's exactly how it should be how people should move through their I I don't know how the music industry is but I'm assuming that it is a little cutthroat um yes girl yeah <laughs> that's my that's throat, the my throat <laughs> that's the feeling that i'm getting we're not even in it so yeah but totally. shout out to you thank Girl. you thank you i want to touch on like the importance of also being vulnerable especially within like the music industry i feel like the most authentic or like the sounds that i personally like can relate to or like the most are the ones where artists are particularly very vulnerable which is different right because it's one it's not easy so for yourself um, and on this album, how easy or difficult was it for you to actually become vulnerable and share those thoughts, those stories, those feelings um, with us, like your audience? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it to your point, it is difficult for sure. But it was a conscious decision that I made when I was making this that, you know, if I don't tell my story with something as important as this body of work, like if I look back on this and I hear like, oh, I, I didn't go all the way with that or like, oh, I, you know, omitted some details there. I knew that I would always look back and be like, man, what if, like what would have happened if I did really just put it all out there and see how people resonate with it? And one of the coolest things that I've heard about vulnerability is that as scary as it is to us, to the people putting it out there, for the people observing it, it looks like courage. Absolutely. And so the the coolest part has been to just see how people have resonated with that vulnerability and that truth. And I just have to be real, you know, in order to be able to like uphold this and and do it every day. It's like, I think um, 
there's just a there's a power about that and I think there's an expectation for sure to feel like you have it all figured out you know on all of us in many aspects of life and you know it, it within my music career I feel that often too where it's like you're expected to know what you're doing all the time and what's next and sometimes I don't you know sometimes I don't feel like my full badass confident self you know there are days when I'm like questioning every single decision I've ever made in my life and that's just like a human experience so um yeah and and to the the point about like finding the courage to be vulnerable on this project I happened to be making it while I was in therapy for the first time so the kind of the way that I could you know, working through this emotional stuff kind of coincided with the creative output, I think is like, that's what you're hearing on this project. Oh, I love that. That was good. <laughs> right. Oh, that's very, very beautiful. Like, no. Therapy. Therapy. <laughs> no, let's the actually, let's, let's advocate Tell for that for real. The people. That's, that 100%. facts. Yeah. Um, so good. But okay, I want to, I'm curious to like, know about your journey of just like coming into your own self um because being I guess all of us like we're first generation diaspora mm-hmm. um it definitely takes time and it's uh, definitely- not me <laughs> my uh, bad Katie. okay Katie, I totally whatever you were born in the motherland we get it okay <laughs> Oh, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Every day she wanted to tell us. Really not involved, not just whatever. <laughs> I mean, it is fair though, it is fact. She was born back home, so we can't even say the anything. three out of the four of us. <laughs> a real one, a real one, and three wannabes. Honestly, I can't even say nothing because I haven't been back since I left the country. So, technically, and it's we're on the same years. ways. <laughs> wow, she really had to. Well, that's real, that's real. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. But no, it's just, it's been a journey for all of us, essentially, to like yeah. come into our own and like discover where we fit in in any space, you know, whether that is in our career, in our relationships with others, or even just like our relationship with ourselves. And I know Lockery, like, since you are biracial and you have come from like two very different backgrounds, like, I hear sometimes that even in being like biracial, there is somewhat of like an identity crisis or I guess um my question to you would be like has there ever been a sense of where do I belong whether that be in your music career or like your upbringing or any part of your life Mm, that's such a good question yes absolutely that identity crisis is so so real um it has been for me a, a journey of like trial and error I feel um just trying to figure out in some cases, like what side I relate to more, what elements of these cultures I want to embody. And then beyond that, what elements I can embody that are like socially and culturally acceptable. Like if I don't feel enough of either parts of me, how far into, how far can I lean into this culture and feel like it will be received with acceptance? Because I mean, that relates to how I show up in the world on a daily basis, just in conversation and the food I eat and the music I listen to, but it also manifests in the art that I make. So in a very public way, like how much of my culture, you know, or of these cultures that I feel like I didn't necessarily grow up immersed in, but 
are a part of my DNA. You know, how much can I embody and feel accepted? And I've come to just care less about acceptance <laughs> because for me, it's like it, it has come down to, and this is like a newer revelation. I wasn't always here, but like I've come to a place where I'm just like, there's going to be people who have something to say no matter what you do. And so <laughs> say that one again, no matter what you do. <laughs> so Period. yeah, it's that like I, I have to do and embody and create what feels resonant to me, like what makes me resonate, what makes me vibrate on a level that that makes me honestly feel tapped into and guided by my ancestry. Um, and that is like, like I said, a, a newer, a newer kind of expression for me. But there have definitely been times where I have like leaned into certain imagery and you know, received negative feedback from people or like, almost like a rejection, like, um, you know, something as simple as like, I grew up having my hair braided, like my aunties would just be around me braiding my hair, like black culture, Indian culture, it all exists on the Trinidadian side. It's, it's equally as mixed as like ca Canadian people are. Um, and then kind of being told at a certain age, like, oh, that's, that's not okay for you anymore. And like, I, I received that. I'm, I want it to be a dialogue, but for me, it's like always been such a fine line to walk in terms of, you know, what I can and cannot do in a cultural sense. And, you know, it's, it's absolute care for, for the conversations that are happening and, and awareness of, you know, what aspects of the culture I am tapping into and embodying. And like I said, though, it has really boiled down to me just deciding like, what feels resonant with my truth and that's really all I have control over I really liked especially how like you said to just care less because either way no matter how hard you try to like even tap into your roots um people are always going to have something to say it's never going to be good enough or it's going to seem like you're um tapping into something that you don't even know anything about because maybe you're born here or maybe you're biracial or so don't even try so then where does that put us then <laughs> you know like I'm not mm -hmm. supposed to try but then I am supposed to try and yeah. you're right just honestly be in your own truth you know your own truth you know how you feel you know where you come from mm -hmm. um but it's also like a learning process it's a journey especially of being like of diaspora mm -hmm. um or being biracial um it's almost also like a privilege of being able to kind of tap into different cultures like I know for us tapping into African culture and then Canadian culture whatever that is um but then again like Katie what you said like you know you were born back home but you haven't been back since me and Sadie I've probably been back once twice but that's when we were younger like we don't know much about the motherland but you know we kind of identify as African before we do Canadian and why is that Mm -hmm. you know um but then when I tell my parents like oh yeah I'm African they'll be like no you're Canadian and that but then is outside no. but outside little... I'm African before I'm Canadian that, so then like, what am that part, I that, yes. that part. What am like y'all got me I'm dizzy <laughs> right That's so real no, for real. <laughs> so real yeah because in so many cases I mean of course like 
we are like visual creatures. So what we appear as is typically Mm -hmm. what people identify us as, which is has been a challenge for me too because it's like this ambiguity it's like trini plus irish equals latina and it's like i'm no, not you know it's like no. that's cool right you get it wrong all the no. time so no, it's the it's a yeah it's i i am this ambiguous can fit into any box which gives me an incredible privilege and then this conversation of being like white passing comes up where it's just like i, I have all kinds of problems with that term as well in terms of it indicating that like that my intention is to like distance myself from my culture in order right. to pass as something I'm half of. I mean, that half I'm not. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but to your point about like your parents saying, you know, you're, you're Canadian. You're like, I'm African. Right. It's, <laughs> it's a real thing. I think that as like children of immigrants where our parents came here and their intention was to start over in so many ways that they they kind of conformed they conformed it like in in my mom's case honestly I know she didn't cook the food as much she stopped listening to the music she adopted a new spiritual faith so I didn't grow up like with those real rooted trini influences um and it wasn't until I actually started doing the research and unearthing these stories about that heritage and this is the most beautiful full circle part of this album, I feel, is like I noticed that my mom then started to embrace that culture more. She started to cook the food again. She started I'm hearing I'm hearing, you know, Indian music coming from from the house. And I'm just like, that's so, so beautiful to be able to be a part of that, like ancestral healing then, because I'm showing up for my family and saying, like, no, I am Trinidadian. I am Irish. I value these cultural, you know, stories and origins, even if for so many reasons they had to give up a lot of those those ties. You know, immigration is so nuanced and layered. And and in many cases, there's so much that they had to give up. Right. But now, yeah, yeah, we have the opportunity, I feel, as as first generation Canadians or you know just people being here to do the work of like rewiring some of that trauma a little bit you know and not that that's something we need to take full responsibility for because that can feel like a huge weight too Mm -hmm. but if we can get to a place where we recognize the privilege and the joy that that is I think it's like a beautiful part of the work to do Mm-hmm. No, I love that. That, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think everything, that, that everything is beautiful. <laughs> everything she's saying is very like wow. It's just like, a just for music, by the way. Like yeah. no, for yeah. real. Thank you. Um, no, honestly, in terms of like the beauty of just being of diaspora, like how we come from families with backgrounds that are just that are of our own, yes, but they're adopted through our parents rather than rather than like our environment. And so, like, we haven't lived or been raised in the countries that we're from. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like we've we've had to kind of just, like, navigate um, and trying to understand and learn about ourselves and our culture. Um, but I think what's, like, beautiful about it is that 
we use that as motivation to just like push through in in our own lives because personally and like you guys let me know Katie and Howell but it's because that I am from Sierra Leone and Guinea and I am from a family with so much history and like how they grew up and how they were raised and how they had to migrate to Sierra Leone and like for me how my mom and her siblings came here and had to start all over um like all of that plays in to like a huge part of how I move in my life and how um, my lineage, my culture, um, my background, how that motivates me every day. And it actually even reminds me why I can't fail. <laughs> like there's there's no option to fail in this life, for real. Mm -mm. Um, mm -mm. Success like, is the end goal. <laughs> that's the end goal. Yes. It really is. Like we're all hustlers and hard workers yeah. because of it. Yeah. Not just no option to fail, but just no option to stop yes mm -hmm. there you, go. Yeah. you don't yeah. have the the option to wake up and say not today yeah yesterday you know. because yesterday <laughs> we cried so yesterday for for <laughs> generations we cried oh, yep exactly wow. you know for generations Absolutely. there were tears and like that is the power that we have especially as as women i'm gonna say it you know mm. like we are now we're diving into the intersectionality okay wow okay just you like just her. started something listen i'm gonna start something i'm gonna start something because we are you know the co-creators of of all that is manifest in this world and so 100%. You know, <laughs> she sips her water. She said, "It's real." No, it's it's real, and I, you know, I mean, I can't speak to the male perspective. It's just not my experience. But I know that in so many cases, like women are, they are the the forces behind culture. They are Period. the forces. Like, yes, we live in a patriarchal society, but like women are the driving force don't get it twisted absolutely no 100 percent. it's and the, and the creators so yeah so us. or even yeah. when you think about like culture being passed down to like the next generation it comes from our mothers our grandmothers our aunties and we don't really go to our fathers Hmm? we don't so hmm. how am I even supposed to know how to you know talk a certain way or cook a certain way or look a certain way like all of Just that comes from way. my mother it mm -hmm. all comes from my mother all these lessons that I've learned especially about culture and our roots it all comes from my mom's have you heard the song something from nothing did you guys <laughs> hear that song on the album I feel like you would resonate with that one yeah absolutely <laughs> it's all that. I'm saying is if y'all didn't hear the album yet go take, take a moment <laughs> In order, yeah. listen to it in order. In yeah. order, especially. I'm not really one to listen to songs in order, but listen to it. Wow. <laughs> yes. okay. Are you a shuffle person? They're, they're the music head. They're the music that's head. Are you a shuffle not me. person? That's so rude. I have to like the artist first and We have an artist here. And you're but that's saying what I said. That? I listen to it in order. <laughs> okay. I get it. I get it. No, that, honestly, the listen fact that you did order. that, you went against the grain for me. I really yeah, appreciate that. Exactly. You know it's good when. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because J. Cole, I'd be listening to his songs in order. All okay. right. <laughs> I'd be picking and choosing. Right. I can respect that. I can respect that. Don't kill me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Something that I think to just the idea of like cancel culture around just people trying to figure it out in the world. Mm -hmm. 
And mm-hmm. something I've been thinking about a lot lately, I don't know about you guys, but like it's this idea that like we're in the the social media kind of echo chamber of very similar beliefs and this amalgamation of like the kind of perspectives that are welcome in that space even the kind of images that we see like Mm -hmm. it slowly starts to amalgamate into this like homogenous one-sided perspective um and I think that like it's incredibly harmful what's happening incredibly dangerous too Mm -hmm. that people are in a place where we're so afraid to stay to say something wrong or to do something wrong that we don't do anything at all and we just Mm -hmm. conform and we just stick to the status quo and we stay in these echo chambers of similar opinion so nobody's ever challenged no like actual conversations are happening you know Mm -hmm. like and it's it's I get it the algorithm blesses that kind of consistency and that kind of approach to the way we engage with these conversations but um I just think that like as I'm as I'm figuring out how to engage with my own culture I'm realizing that like you know I think of like Carabana it's like everyone is marching on road okay everybody is welcome like Mm -hmm. culture is dependent on participation in order to like consist can like exist right um so yeah I've just been thinking about the ways that like we kind of box ourselves in even in terms of like participating in in other cultures and celebrating them in fear of appropriation I'm just like where do we draw the line and like how do we actually create a society where those like hard lines that separate us don't exist anymore yeah mm-hmm. it's very, very very blurry like you really have to tread lightly yeah mm-hmm. especially um, nowadays with cancel culture you're absolutely right mm-hmm. cancel culture is so toxic like we talked it's about it so before toxic show, but yeah. like we have to say it again because it still exists like you're right and it's so very toxic. harmful harmful to the point where like because we're not having these challenging uncomfortable like mm-hmm. we need to move away from a safe space and just have brave space because mm. why can't I just come into this space Ooh. and feel exactly how I feel? I come from a different perspective. I come from different education. I come from a different background. I'm not right. going to think the same and that is okay, but let's have a conversation because at the end of the day, you don't know my own truth and I don't know yours. So why can't we you talk about it? Don't know. Yeah. So if we're all thinking the same, where is there going to be change? Mm-hmm. There is um, no change then. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let me just mute my mic right now because like cancel culture actually it cheeses me. I feel like nowadays people are so quick to cancel people and like we're forgetting that especially a lot of these celebrities and like the people that we mostly see in the spotlight, they're human as well. So for you guys to like put them on this pedestal, you're just disappointing yourself. Because you're yeah, forgetting that they're human. You're forgetting that they make mistakes. Just like, just like how you yourself, you be making mistakes on the daily. I don't know why we're pretending like we're perfect. We're not. Yeah, so why are you crucifying these people? Because they said a one little thing when they were like 11 years old. That part not even that. Start. The people who we should be quote unquote crucifying, we're allowing them to slide through. And the folks... Duck forward. <laughs> Uh-oh. Get him out. 
How uh, every day, every day, Doug Ford. Not you coming for Douglas? Because no one's coming for Douglas, but we're coming for other people. Like, get him out! Oh my god, leave Britney alone. (laughs) Literally, like, (laughs) and come for Doug. Yeah, I'm with you. Honestly, it is so, and especially with like, like the point that you made about cultural appropriation, like. It is very, very sticky. Um, I feel like especially with like when it comes to like black women, the way that we were always like criminalized or just of doing certain things. Like I always bring up the example of like heels and sweatpants. Women from hoods, we've been doing this. Right. Like sweatpants, heels, long nails, we've been doing it. Because that's what look we could at afford us. to do at the time. Exactly. Right. And like to us, it was it was fashion. It was a little some some, you know, but it was like, oh, that's ghetto. That's this, that's that. And you see Kim Kardashian, she's literally, she has a brand around sweatpants and she dresses it up. And sometimes she'd be wearing braids that people refer to like the Kim Kardashian braids. Yeah. Right. It's just where the information that's when, is being exactly. Yeah. That's when I'm like, okay, no, like, yeah. no, mm-hmm. no. That's, that's when, when like, I, yeah, that's the most frustrating part about it. Honestly, it is. At it's, least it's give credit. homage, exactly 100%. credit homage. At least give it to us. And and like even nowadays, like the way that Black women wear like wear their hair, it's still. Um, it's still not accepted in certain in certain spaces yeah. or it's like even with our natural hair like why do you have an afro well this is how my hair grows I don't know <laughs> I, I literally don't know what to tell you this is literally how it grows I it, like gravity does not exist in this so <laughs> I don't know it's not my fault but then you know some some maybe someone else who comes in with like their like nice curls and actually falls down their shoulders like that's more accepted like but why, <laughs> you know, 100%. but you're right. It is, it is a fine line. And I feel like, like, especially in your case, being like half Trini and half Irish and like, you're saying how your auntie's like braiding your hair. That was the norm. That was your culture. Cause it that, is your culture. It is, but it is your culture. It is your culture. And it's unfortunate and then, that you have to like hinder that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, I kind of want to ask, wanted to ask this before, but like, do you ever feel like you need to like prove yourself that you are of that. one? Yeah. That you are like Trini, like, no, I'm Trini and I'm blah, blah. Because I know some people, they would like fight for it. Like, listen, I'm half this, I'm quarter this. I can do this because this is how I, like, this is how I was raised or this is what I grew up with. Like, did you ever have to feel like you had to prove yourself? For sure. For sure. Like, just to even wear that story on my sleeve and like declare my identity when I walk into rooms or like engage in certain conversations. Like, that's, I feel like where it needs to start. And then it kind of makes more sense to people. But even that is a, a a learned behavior. Like it's a learned behavior from kind of cowering in the face of that. Like you can't do this. You can't do that. Like I didn't always assert that identity and that like, you know, confidence to claim my culture. I would be like, yeah, okay, you know best. I don't want to you know muddy the waters like fear honestly out of fear um and then now it's like I've I gotta have kind of like a filter of of questions that I ask myself in those situations like is this me using my like oh is this me being wise and um discerning or is this fear 
Like, am I just afraid to like engage in this conversation and have a hard conversation and enforce my identity in this moment? Cause it's who I am. So it's this, yeah, it's a really difficult dance to be doing. I feel sometimes and really like to circle back to to what this album has been for me to like tell the story in a more public way and get to like include that imagery in the visuals and it's just like I see how it's kind of clicking you know for me internally for my family first and foremost but also for people who are like perceiving me and coming to understand my artistry and my story it's like I had to start here it had to be this because I you know explaining gets kind of tiring sometimes oh absolutely I feel that I feel like music food art itself is like a universal language people always understand that so for you to like use your music and your art to kind of say this once like I'm gonna say this once and then you'll understand because Mm -hmm. it's very clear to understand especially like the way that you titled them all the songs and the way that you placed them and just the music itself like it's clear to understand okay we know where this person comes from we 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 understand the truths and the hurts and um the the roots and the lineage and stuff like that so mm-hmm. yeah you're right it does get tiring so for you to like put it in that way I feel like it's just so effective now I could just pass somebody's Spotify link and be like here yeah, but- yeah exactly <laughs> hey tell me more about exactly. you here take this link <laughs> no, just give it a listen thank you I got yes. a whole album for you Let's yeah see. You get it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly for you. Yeah. 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 No, you could definitely tell that like you're in a in a space of just acceptance and like appreciation of like where you come from and like who you've came to be out of it. Um, I think like the goal for all of us is honestly to preserve that, you know. Um, being that we are a diaspora again, I feel like I've said that word ten times. But um Yeah, no, like it's it's easy to get lost in this yeah. society and like lose that culture because, you know, we don't like once again, we don't come from the actual environment that we're from. Right. So um, it's important that we continue to um, make those foods, speak those languages, wear the clothes, practice mm-hmm. the rituals, uh, listen to the songs um, and, you know, just celebrate it. So yeah. it's definitely much appreciated, like what you're doing for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I think another thing, too, is just being proud of who you are and your name in itself, like even like with the title, right? Like, obviously, you have your stage name, but at the same time, it's like even just present even like you intentionally titling your album Elizabeth. It's like, yes, this is who I am. This is my story. This is just me in general, like even outside of being the artist I am, this is also me. And I I absolutely love that because even just having that battle of like our names and our identities, it's such a messy concept. And I really, really respect the fact that you even went out and just did that because I hear you. Mm, (laughs) Okay, like I hear you. Um, And like this whole naming and identity and just figuring out who we are, it is a journey. Um, I feel like it's something that we're gonna have to unfortunately continue to go through until we're as long as we're living to be honest because yeah. there are always going to be people who ask dumb questions okay at the end of the day <laughs> let's be honest didn't lie. shout let's out to the be people honest. who ask dumb questions yeah <laughs> shout out to y'all always <laughs> challenging us only to, exactly 
I'll I'll take a I'll take a dumb question over an ignorant assumption. Uh, yes, that's a banger. This is true. No, that one like, right there. True. That's poetry. I, I was just <laughs> thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. I don't I'm not here that's for the like, dumb questions, but like I'll I do am. that. I'll mm-hmm. do right. that. Right. That's why you're thinking. It's not their strong. fault. Things like that. Like, right? She knows what she's doing. It's making sense. <laughs> Put it in a tweet. You guys hear this bar on the next song? Yeah, (laughs) you know where where it originated from. You heard it here first. Facts. The other one too is is brave talks instead or brave Mm. space instead of yes. How is brave space? Like that's credit where credit is due. But that honestly, (laughs) that's what I feel like. You got y'all are are creating. You know, with these conversations that you're having, and it's like it is brave space. You're willing to like to put your opinions put yourself put your identity your your lived experience out there for the world to hear and that's like the most healing and important work that you could possibly do so yeah thank you for that no, BRB while I go yeah. right. I don't even know how to end this like I'm like oh, she's just I'm been talking good. and I'm like wow honestly <laughs> honestly i'm so so just to kind of move away from this kind of move into music i'm just so curious Mm -hmm. like you know who are your like inspirations in terms of like music wise and like artists and stuff Mm. yeah um sade is like my icon of a woman for sure i hear it she deserves more flowers she deserves more a thousand percent it's just like she was in in this in an era where she didn't have to i mean yeah, she just didn't do too much. She was very her in every way and didn't conform. Like, she just embodies grace. She, didn't, she just didn't have to do too much. She didn't. And it was, and it was enough. And mm-hmm. she could leave and live in the countryside for 10 years and come back and still sell out an arena. I'm like, yeah, still be relevant. Goals. Yeah, still be goals. relevant. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alicia Keys is another one Ooh. just in terms of like, yeah, the those those early records for me were the ones that I really grew up on, mm-hmm. but also just singing, playing. I think she's like aged well as well, if that makes sense, you know. She like, don't age agreed. even <laughs> like <laughs> Alicia. No. Let's talk about that. Mashallah. Mashallah. No. Honestly. Talk about that keys soul care for real. Back. I don't know. Yeah. It's anyone you're gonna take skincare from? It's, it's Alicia. It's, it's Mrs. Alicia. Keys. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. It's Mrs. That part. Speaking yeah. of goals, do you have any like dream collabs? Mm-hmm. I mean, know? definitely both of those women that I just mentioned. That would right. be crazy. Um, <laughs> Y'all hear the vocals? I was about to say, she didn't even try. She didn't even try. Oh, she didn't even try. Let's joke. She did Did try. you guys hear my vocals? Okay, yeah, Katie. Okay, Katie. Katie. Not, no, Katie. It's not that you. That was um, cute. She approved it, and she's the artist. Thanks. I heard it. Yeah. I heard it. Period. Oh, oh, I know that's right. This is Vibrato. not okay. Let's go. This whole part about to be cut out. That was not okay. <laughs> so that. wait, what? Like, what would you say? Um, your like next five years is going to look well. What would you want your next five years to look like? What are right. some of the goals? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely just hope enough people love and hear this music that I can sustain making more of it. Um, 
I am excited to get this show on the road. Hopefully, some like touring in the next year or so. Love that. Um, Looking out for that. Oh, for sure. Sure. A thousand percent. We're already there. Absolutely. Exactly. I love it. (laughs) Literally. Oh no, it's kind of limitless. This there. I think gone are the days of having like one thing that you do very well. Like. Yep. in entertainment especially but I think in many industries it's like just the more lanes the better so mm-hmm. I actually just dropped um my first essential oil blend I don't have it here with me right now but it's like a no sorry she's an entrepreneur <laughs> wait a minute she does it all it's a grounding grounding scent it's actually I was like if I could like pair my album with a scent to create like a multi-sensory oh, yes. that's oh that's beautiful so, not only can you hear it, it. You can, you can smell, smell it. Smell it. You can smell it. She's different. This I is like what her. I'm saying. And when you smell it, you're going to know. You're going to understand. It's so hard to like explain it, but it's it's very grounding. Like it's got a holistic approach to it. It's all essential base that's like designed to calm anxiety. I'm just like, if I can create more of that, I'd love to write a poetry book. Because um, I think sometimes nice. like words make more sense on a page than in a song. So. Okay. I think that would be a cool thing to do. And I don't know, maybe acting? See what happens. Yeah, okay, she's, she's says, an actress. She she's says, I want to get into anything. Anything. Everything. Let's just expand our horizons. Yes. Uh, don't that. box me in. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. No. For and real. I see it for you. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Oh I received that. I received that. Thank you. So wait, where can where can we find the oils? Like put us on. <laughs> They're <laughs> available through my website, I am oh. um, or you, through you. my Instagram store. You can find them there. This is a shameless plug, but perfect little Christmas stocking stuff for, for you or someone you love. Small, compact, but also like just made with a lot of love and intention. Cause I think that like for me it's art is a form of therapy right and and if I can like provide that to the people consuming it as well and they can feel that intention like it's serving its purpose absolutely yeah that's wow. that's that's just how we're gonna end the episode yeah, yeah. we don't that's even it. need to say anything y'all need- and you're welcome actually <laughs> right yeah we y'all are welcome that. you are welcome like we blessed your ears y'all, y'all. are spoiled <laughs> y'all are spoiled. <laughs> spoiled you can have that you can have it <laughs> and uh oh my god thank you so much Lockery, for even just reaching out to us for coming through speaking words of wisdom you're very yes. well spoken by the way yes well- <laughs> you were using artists. really big words that no. made sense though like i i understood yeah. i understood right good okay this is good this is i don't know where where that comes from i didn't She's get educated no but i'm not <laughs> i didn't go to university i didn't go to college that's fine you can still scam. be educated yep. the there you go <laughs> honestly I read books yeah podcast yes. needs to come out okay let's go literally you let you me know or i'll just or i'll just like jump in on yours Fourth and be a part brain. of it Girl, now don't be saying things like this because the meeting will actually be booked tomorrow we'll send you our list okay wait I have I have a question to to end off though I really do have a question so what's one piece of advice you have like being the artist you are now what's one piece of advice you have for a young aspiring artist who are still trying to find their own individuality or trying to come into their own like I guess yeah individuality what's Mm. one piece of advice you have for them 
Ooh. Um, I would just say that there's no shortcut. Um, a lot of times based on the world we live in, based on social media, it's just very fast paced and we want to be able to bypass the time and effort and time spent sitting still that's required to get to that place and have those answers to those like deep questions that I feel like if we don't address as artists just starting out can amplify into like bigger identity issues as your career evolves so I think it's like take your time and ask really good questions um, especially if there are people around you who love you and care about you if you have access to to family like that's such a blessing I think um we are so hyper focused on our independence when we're on the come up that we forget that like you know a little reliance is okay you know there's our community has a lot to offer so um lean into that take your time and if you don't tell your story nobody else will so that's the priority absolutely she did it again (laughs) (laughs) wow especially take your time like i feel like i just need to emphasize that take your time because i feel like nowadays people just want to you know be there overnight like they say one tweet they're like oh i hope this blows up overnight so then that's it or they they drop one single like you want to make it sustainable you want to be legendary take your time go like 100%. 15 years from now, I want to still, you still want to be relevant. We still want to be Sade. <laughs> so just take your time. Yeah, there's Absolutely. no fast, there's no fast way to do that. 100%. It's like oh. very countercultural to say that. Take your time. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like, post up and sit with yourself for a few hours. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's really productive. Mm-hmm. Honestly, what you said applies to even any field really? or any just... Yeah just life like even just me being a student and hearing you say that like mm-hmm. yeah just slow down take your time sit with yourself mm-hmm. you know be breathe. still breathe literally <laughs> breathe breathe eat breathe yes <laughs> okay have you drinking water fact. <laughs> no but Nourish, are you hydrate. drinking water <laughs> Facts. are you though did are, you all drink water today it's a genuine question <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm just here to tell the people <laughs> and yo the, the coolest thing about when we like take on that assignment like being our best selves and taking good care of ourselves we can take care of other people in the same way we can't do it any other way so there's it's like the benefits of that are so there's so much overflow it's like Mm -hmm. way bigger than us you know that is like actually an act of service if it starts with like taking care of yourself so I think that perspective shift you know hopefully can help somebody wow it helped us so it helped us help somebody no (laughs) somebody (laughs) stop (laughs) oh my god we'll be here all day no for real no literally honestly you're gonna you're just gonna have to come back on another episode i think so yeah that's all listen anytime i'm down y'all are so lovely and i'm having the time of my life so you you tell me (laughs) Oh, oh thank you for taking the time out to come yeah. speak with us honestly 
course, we know you're booked and busy so literally thank you yeah. <laughs> we're doing it always time for like real genuine conversations like this love it. so where can everybody find you and right. like your music like plug yourself plug yourself mm-hmm. put yourself on yeah so it's lockery on all the streaming platforms l-o-k-r-e um on ig it's at liz lockery um yeah that's kind of it right there sweet and, and simple better so y'all can't mess up no, you can because then you're just doing it on purpose at this point point. and the on album purpose. is literally called elizabeth <laughs> right okay? yes. like, no excuse for listen real to it. No. listen to it that part yeah. but yes <laughs> once again we appreciate you so much for coming through we're definitely gonna see you again. Mm-hmm. If that tour actually happens, don't be surprised. I'm gonna be there. there at the front. Cause I'm gonna be there. Please bring all your friends. Love that. But yes, as you guys already know the drill. Also follow us on Let's Talk Big Things to stay updated because we've got a lot more episodes coming out before the season ends. But yes, where can they find us? How uh, I'm gonna switch it up. <laughs> City. <laughs> That's why we tell you because I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's crazy. um let's talk big things on Instagram and LTBT podcast on Twitter. Hey. All right. <laughs> we'll see y'all next guys. time. Bye. 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 Peace.